Hey, what's up? Is this Carlos? Yes, sir. Killer, man. So, dude, what's been like your favorite albums to listen to as of late? As of late, um, I've been listening a lot of the new Agonist album that just released a couple weeks ago. Those guys are uh, from Canada, and they're really good friends of ours. And uh, I really, really liked the uh, release they had either a year or two ago, The Eye of Providence. It's a really, really heavy record, and I'm really, really digging their new singer, And because uh, everyone was pissed when uh, Elise left for Arch Enemy, but uh, she's doing really well doing that. But uh, the new album uh, from The Agonist, uh, I haven't got to listen to it too much, but uh, so far from what I hear, it's, it's, it's good. It's not as uh, heavy as their last record, but I, I recommend checking out their two latest release if, you, if you're looking for a female-fronted uh, heavy metal. Cool, man. Now, dude, tell me about the lineup of Bonded by Blood that's going to play the Thrashween show. Well, <laughs> we tried our best to keep it uh, sort of a secret, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. But for the show, uh, Alex Lee... He's going to be playing the entire set with us from uh, all three records. And uh, Jose is also going to be doing a guest song. So it's going to be pretty cool to be able to share the stage with these guys again after how long it's been and how far back we go. I mean, you know, we've been, we've all known each other since we were just kids and I was a freshman in high school. You know, I'm about to be 27 years old. I mean, it feels like they've, these guys, you know, the, the original guys, feels like they've they've always been in my life you know and i'm sure it feels the same way for them crazy how long it's been and how long we've been doing this just it's, it's, it's like man we're old <laughs> it's cool seeing uh alex at uh shows with holy grail like uh, a couple months ago i saw the uh holy yeah. grail ex mortis and spellcaster show at saint vitus and nice. it was just like that was an amazing that's, that's concert a that's a good lineup yeah really good lineup yeah it's pretty cool we whenever i get a chance i'll go out and i'll uh I'll see Holy Grail, but I mean, we we toured with them a long time ago with with Exodus. So I mean, we all most of us know them those guys pretty well. That was and, 2010. Uh, you're talking about, right? Rob Duke's days, yeah, right? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was quite a while ago, but it was us and uh, Exodus and Holy Grail and some other killer bands. But like you're saying, it's it's cool that uh, Alex is in Holy Grail. Well, it's been a while now, but I mean, yeah. that he you know he's he's out there. You get to see him whenever he comes to town because they're always doing stuff, you know. How did this show with Bonnet by Blood happen for uh, the Thrashween show? Well, I, we're pretty a regular band, so to speak, to, to play that. That's kind of like our yearly local type of gig, and it's at a really personal uh, spot over in Fullerton, which is like not even 15 minutes where most of us live. Really convenient, and it's always a good show, you know. At the, at the Riff House. Papa Mortis, who is uh, the man behind the, the works of this festival, so to speak, he's been doing it, and, you know, we've been good friends for a long time. He uh, He's the uncle to Conan from Ex Mortis. And uh, we've known those guys forever since we were all in diapers. And uh, it's really good that Ex Mortis has gotten the respect they've they've needed for a very long time with the opportunities and places they've been able to go in the last couple of years like damn finally those guys 
they've yeah. been around longer than us. You know, I, I think they formed like oh four or three, probably before then. I think my memory's yeah. correct. Papa Bordas, you know, he's always trying to get us to play, and as of late, it's been it's been kind of hard. We took some the band took some time off, had some hardships here and there, and you know, it's it's you know, we've been going nonstop for eight or nine years, like nonstop, man. You know, yeah. I mean, we had a couple months here and there off, and sometimes where it'd be like six months or whatever but you know you go out there and you do 90 days with like four days off like it takes a lot out of you and as we're getting older it's getting harder for us to stay consistent with the whole touring aspect when did you guys start practicing for this show for thrash show i'd say about six weeks ago maybe it's usually about a good time about two months prior to a, a one-off gig is good rehearsal you know some weeks we'll practice every day and then we'd be too busy to even come and do anything for seven ten days sometimes that's just the way it is now you know luckily we're still in a position where we could still keep going you know we're not doing much but we're we're not dead you know as as a group is this meant as like a one-off or is there like future shows on the horizon and like new music to look forward to likely 2017 our original goal is it was to have a, a new song for Thrashoween. The song, well, actually, we wanted to pick two or three new songs. Personally, I didn't really feel like we had sufficient work done to where I'd be like, all right, like, we could play this and I'll feel, like, confident about this song. You know, like, we still got a lot of work to do. We've been working on this record for a long time, you know, and I, I hear songs and they're really good, but just when I compare them to what we've done or even where I think is is the right level of material. I just, I don't know. I, I kind of bugged out of the guys sometimes because I'm like always trying to change stuff or suggest something. And I'm always, you know, taking an hour just to go over a, the first 30 seconds of some song or whatever that we, that we forget anyway or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we originally planned to play like three new songs and it was two new songs. And then it's like, all right, maybe we can get like one new one and do that but then. In the end, um, we just it was just too much for us at the time, and there, we don't really want to put any of that type of that that type of pressure on ourselves. It's like, you know, it's just like, well, if we're ready, we're ready. If if not, then you know, we'll play later. And yes, to answer your one of your questions is, we have a another show in LA later in the year, sometime, mm-hmm. a couple months now, sort of towards Christmas, and then uh, we're really hoping to have new material in the studio and all that uh, early next year anytime you know we need to after this Thrashoween you know we do some writing early November and enjoy Thanksgiving and then hit it again all December pretty much try to write 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 you know the chemistry between uh, me Juan and especially Jesse like you know even when Jesse first joined the band it was like when we played together, it was it was there, you know what I mean? His craft just is really what solidified itself in the genre, you know, the scene in general, you know, and now he's, he's dude's in like five bands, like someone just isn't in five bands by coincidence, like he, bass player, that's what he does, so the chemistry for us is there, the direction that we're all trying to meet in the middle with what we want to write. Every one of us totally respects other's ideas sometimes it just it that's sort of what makes it hard to to write a record sometimes because it's like 
you know, you want to make sure everybody puts in what they want to put in on a song. We need to be honest with each other when something doesn't sound good. If we're not, if we don't like a certain, if the drums are doing something weird there or not enough, or the guitar should be ticking faster or whatever it is. With this gig, I, I really wanted to play a new song, man. I, I was just like, it's been so long and it's like, man, like I want to play something new, you know, like we always want to play the newest thing because, you know, we play these songs and any band will tell you, play, you know, the, the main tracks that the fans know. We play those freaking things a thousand times a year, you know, like I can't even tell you how many times we've played Immortal Life. We're really going to push to have material written by the end of the year and cross our fingers that we could afford enough studio time to put out a decent product because, you know, we're, we're also really picky when it comes to the sound of, of the album, once it's done as far as the mixing goes, you know, like we're, we're never satisfied. <laughs> so, you know, we, we, we're not just going to go walk into whatever studio or like, we're going to, you know, take the time to find the, the right atmosphere and all that, all that stuff. You um, hoping to put out like a single maybe in the next couple of months on like, say like, a magazine compilation, like maybe Decibel or something like that? Yeah, you know, um, I had that idea. I actually wanted to do one song, and I discussed it with uh, our management, uh, Marco, from Salem Rose Music, and he actually suggested that we possibly do more than one song for some sort of uh, single or whatever you want to call it, special release, whatever, you know, just that sort of well, from my point of view, it would be the benefit to sort of give people an idea of, I guess, what the the, the latest Bonobar Blood is going to sound like. You know what I mean? Because we're not the type of dudes to write music where we're going to write the same album twice. Like we, and we've always sort of agreed on that. Not we don't ever want to pretty much make the same record twice. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that really love Exiled Earth, but some of the band members don't like that record or some of the fans were like, Oh, you know, write stuff more like these beasts. And then some of us don't, aren't feeling that type of vibe currently. So it, it makes it hard. We try our best to make the albums diverse, like songs that are r really aggressive, like our original stuff or really technical, like on uh, Exiled. I guess with our third record, Aftermath, it was just more of like, we didn't even really map anything out. Like we, Jesse came in and we just started working with whatever like we just like someone had an idea throw it in there you know what i mean it was just like very straight up like i don't think we've ever written a record fast like it was amazing how fast that record went together you know i don't i don't remember how long it took us to write the other records but like i would say it was, it was done in like a solid three months but there was a time where we were taking our time with demos and after recording about half the songs on the record, we we took some sort of uh, amateur recordings, like in the garage, just with like mics into a laptop, and uh, kind of listened to them for a while. Sat on it, slept on it, and just kept thinking. Because you know, once any any musician will tell you, after, after you're done writing a new record, and you're all excited for it, and you want everyone to hear it. After it's been out a while, and you listen to it a thousand times, you always, well, at least me always think that, man, I should have did this, or oh, it would have been cooler if this, this part just kept going or something like that, you know, or, damn, that solo was awesome. I wish it was just a little longer, something like that, you know. I think demos really helps with the last record. It helps 
round the sound sound of the songs individually out on a lot of tracks and that's sort of what made that album different you know and it was a lot tighter known the songs for so long because they were written so quickly you know we're used to not even being done with songs and going in the studio and whatever the drums do at the end of the song or something like that like we always knew what we were playing but sometimes songs would come out different naturally after the recording process. Tell me, what is like this next album shaping up like? Tell me like how it's sounding. I honestly don't know because, I mean, there's still a lot of work to be done. There's still a lot of tracks to be done because, um, uh, I mean, we have a lot of ideas floating around and, you know, we have, I don't know, somewhere around seven, six, seven really rough demos, like, you know, like ported off like the cell phone and the garage type deal where you put on headphones and cipher out what the hell you're playing and then once you once you could get used to doing that, then you kind of listen to what you're doing, and it's like, all right, like I need to slow down here, or I need to know, do more. Or actually, these days, it's more like the drums need to do less. That's what it seems feels like, at least. The drums need to do less here and add a part here and there, and then you know, uh, as far as the new stuff goes, um, you know, because all our influences change over the years. I mean, we cover new bands. You know, we we've all got a pretty vast category selection between all of us. You know, we all have our our favorite metal groups course but we're very especially me and Morrow and I'm and I'm sure the rest of the guys just you know we don't listen to the same thing a lot off you know what I mean and I, I mean that as a sense of all different types of metal classic you know the classic stuff the 50s and 60s stuff I, I like to listen to a lot and we're like addicted to me and Morrow are like addicted to CCR it's not even funny <laughs> and you know just taking a lot of influences from everywhere and then just trying to mold it into our own way, you know what I mean? Because we've always tried our best to have our own sound, even though we're, quote-unquote, a fresh metal band. Like, that's our root, you know what I mean? But, like, try not to get a little redundant with our writing and predictable, you know? And we, we really try to think outside the box, you know, because we just don't want to be a, a band that is sort of shoved into the same category as a bunch of bands because a lot of the bands that we really love are almost their their own entity, you know what I mean? Like, they, there's some bands that just don't sound like certain bands. And to us, that's part sort of part what makes makes a band successful. So they, they've, they've got to be their own breed. When we started out, we were all gung-ho, thrash, 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 you know, a bunch of kids running around, wasted all the time. Those were the days when we could stay up all night. But these days, you know, we're all out by, you know, 11 midnight these days. Yeah. <laughs> Except Marl. <laughs> They'll never stop partying. For the show, tell me about the set list. Like, will there be any really crazy rarities or anything like that, or do you want to keep that on the DL? It's, it's, we tried to mix it up really well. I I personally wanted a lot of Feed the Beast just because uh, not only is Alex playing the whole set, but Jose's going to do a guest song. So it's like, all right, like right, let's do a lot of old ones. You know, once the set list is written, it seems pretty, pretty split up evenly between the records. Um, some songs had to get that was originally on the set list we only get 45 minutes so to play so that's about 40 minutes of music so when you add it up it's not much like you you can't really you know you don't want to play all one record or something like that yet at least yeah it's got a little bit of every record in there we tried to do a different set list just sort of a a random track setting that's that's a little more different than a normal track list, I guess. But we're always trying to mix that up too. We don't want to ever play, start with the same song. Or I, I personally wanted to 
play one of those rarity songs like you mentioned, like something we haven't played in God knows when, you know. But it just didn't happen. We got more shows coming up, so who knows. Tell me about, like, the other bands that are uh, featured on the Thrashween show. Well, one of them is Warbringer. <laughs> and uh, they're headlining, and uh, they've got a killer new record getting ready to come out. You should freaking get them on the horn and talk to them about their release as well. Have and you gotten to listen to any of it yet? I don't know if I, I should say, but yes. <laughs> mm. I don't know if I'll get in trouble. I don't think it matters. They're probably going to say the same. But I, I heard quite a, a couple tracks uh, like a month ago or something like that, and uh, I was very impressed. I'm, I'm always excited with our uh, our fellow friends coming out with badass stuff, you know? And it's like, it's encouraging and it's inspiring to see our friends succeed. And because it's like, that's just another win for the scene. Another, you know, whenever a band does something great, you know, you've known them for a long time. You've seen the gigs that we've played way back in the day in people's backyards or in those crappy clubs or whatever. And, and these guys, they get to go play these festivals, do all this amazing stuff. That's what it's all about. You know, cause these days, like, Basically, what bands thrive off of these days to make it live is the perks, you know, yeah. like the, the tour buses and the cool rides and planes and seeing all these amazing places without having to pay for it. For say, Warbringer, I mean, played many a times with them. It's always it's always a really good time. You know, we know a lot of those guys very well, and Jesse's now, uh, I believe, a, 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 a member of the Warbringer gang as well. Really want to hear what he did on the, on the record see what he's got what he's holding out on us with <laughs> yeah um besides um obviously warbringer who else um you want to give shout outs to uh that's also you know, going to be playing on thrasho i believe there are a lot of new bands like new new on on the bill as well um there's quite a few that um i'm hoping i can catch see what they're all about because you know, it's been a while since a new band has really, I guess you could say, stepped up. So it's like, come on, like, like, you know, to see if, if anybody's anybody uh, has got something fresh. You know, something everybody's been, something new that some, everybody can get excited about. You know, but I believe um, a band known as Nova Rain is playing. And I do know that one of their axmen is the great Balmore, and he used to be the front man for Exmortis. So I'm looking forward to checking his group out. That'll be a really cool. So I guess that'd be the one I would shout out to. They better they better bring it. I know he will, but I guess have you been playing or recording music in any other bands besides Bonded lately? Me myself? Yes. No, <laughs> I wish I could, you know, I, I really wish I could, you know, um, but I just haven't had the time, you know, just working a lot and mm. spending, also spending a lot of money on stupid stuff. I just bought a car that was cost me everything I yeah. earned in the last lifetime, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, and I've always told myself I, I would do other stuff while doing bonded, but it, you know, nothing's really, nothing's really fallen in my lap per se. 
but I still, I haven't been out there telling people, hey, let's do something, you know what I mean? Like, I've just been kind of, yeah, I'll do bonded stuff, and then I'll hang out with my family, you know what I mean? I'll just mm. enjoy I'll just enjoy it while I can, because for a long time, I mean, bonded took, you know, took all my time, you know? Yeah. And it might again, but who's to say what type of opportunities would come our way, you know? And, uh, but I did, I did do something pretty cool that was very, um, very refreshing to just my, my playing. Cause, cause, you know, as a musician, you, the more stuff you do with different people, different settings and places and whatever, um, uh, I believe it, it helps you and it, you know, you learn the most just playing live and traveling and especially as a drummer at first, it's very hard to, to go like let's say I go like to Europe or something I, I'm not bringing my drums on the plane you know that would be ridiculous and I ain't freaking Iron Maiden with my own jet or nothing but uh, you know you get there and as a drummer it always kind of sucks because you know depending on on the tour or whatever I mean you don't really know what you're going to be using until you get there I mean guitar guys get to bring their guitars and you know, Marl gets to not bring a damn thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when you get there, I mean, it, it, it's a learning curve to sort of pick up random drum kits and be able to play your songs uh, to the best of your ability. And, um, you know, I, that's a challenge on itself. And I never thought I'd ever get used to it. Cause sometimes you get this crummy drum kit with one tom, and you're just like, how the hell am I going to play this song, you know? Or, you know, sometimes you get this massive kit that's just like, what the hell does this do, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. But uh, quite some time ago, I got to jam with Jesse at his, at his house. And um, he had a bunch of friends come over and people were, you know, taking turns with the guitars and we're just jamming out, you know, having a really good time. And, uh with drummers and just like the whole like just a straight powwow you know and uh that was really fun just got to like mess around and you know just free everybody's freestyling and like i think that's like some of the funnest stuff to play you just there's no set there's no like hey you're not keeping time it's just like everybody's doing whatever the hell they want and you know you could drink i'm not all you know because i don't like to drink before i play it's just like yeah i'll have a drink and play you know but I guess that's probably the only thing I've done as late. It's just went and jammed randomly at, you know, Jesse's place. It's a really sweet party through, and it was really cool. It was, it was a lot of fun. I told him we got to do it again, and I'll bring my drum kit this time, and, and we'll really freaking piss the neighborhood off. <laughs> mm. Like, I was just thinking, like, it, it asking you about, like, recording any new music i always figured like you'd have a lot of fun in like a death metal or grindcore band well i wouldn't i don't know about death metal i'm to, to be honest like i'm not even the biggest fan of the blast beat myself yeah. but there are bands that it's like all right like i see you you know what i mean like vader for instance like they made like that that style listenable to me and for, for me to fully enjoy it you know what i mean and it's just like I'm I'm picky 
when it comes to black beats. Like, it's got to be done right for it for me as a drummer, the way I see it. But it's like, yeah, but if you're going to black beat, you know, three, four minutes and not, and just do the same, like, typical fill, and the guitars are going to do the, the typical thing, but the only thing different is the singer, something like that. It's like, it doesn't, I'm, I'm really picky with deaf people, you know? Mm. So, but I don't know about the grindcore. I, I've always seen myself in kind of like, uh, what, I don't know what that band's name. I don't know, but I, I've kept, I've, I've always told myself to keep my options open because I just love to play, you know? And, you know, the, the metal industry doesn't really pay a damn thing to anybody these days, you know, with the file string and all that good stuff. I'm not going to get into that. A lot of people have different opinions on that, but, you know, it's just, I, I really like to play. And it's, it's a band that I respected as, as musically. I, I wouldn't mind, like, you know, playing with, with people or whatever, but right now I'm, I wouldn't even be at liberty to, to do something like that with my job and all that. I see. Now, can you throw out, like, um, some online information for people to uh, get some of the uh, available bonded merch that you guys still have, like vinyls and maybe CDs and, like, shirts and things? Well, yeah, I mean, you could always hit us up on our Facebook and We'll send you something else for sure, and uh, I'm not sure if we're going to reactivate it or not as yet. But we ran a one of those funding campaigns for our next recording, and uh, you know you could help help us have a better sounding record and get merch out of it. You know what I mean? And freebies and sometimes guestless stuff or whatever it is. You know. Like, we're going to really try to go out of our way to give back to whoever uh, whoever donates. But I'm not sure if, if we're going to reopen that or not. I doubt it. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just hit us on, up on Facebook for whatever you want. And I'm sure there's there's other web stores out there that have our stuff. But the, the best way always to support a band, no matter who it is, no matter how big, no matter how small, is, is direct. You know, because the money goes straight to the band, and they got to go to so and so and do the government and tax and all that crap. You know, the best way is always straight to the band. So it never hurts to, to hit up your favorite band on Facebook. Hey, let me buy a shirt. You know, they're they're not going to not sell you a shirt. You know what yeah. I mean? They'll figure out a way. Definitely, man. Um, you want to throw out any social media contacts? Social media contacts. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> like Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, anything like that? You, you know, it's funny. Is I, I don't use any of that stuff. I mean, I got Facebook, yeah. but I, I kind of disconnect myself from all that. But uh, uh, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't really have anything on that. <laughs> okay. Um, would you like to go back to any questions? Um, oh, let's see. I don't know. I mean, we're really looking to uh, to have new material early next year. 
uh, whether it be a single, two, three tracks, or just if we end up waiting for the initial album release. But uh, I guess it's worth noting that uh, we're obviously self-paying uh, for this record, you know, through donations and all that ourselves or whatever it could be, help from people, <laughs> um, whatever it takes to, to to raise funds for this, the more, obviously, the, the better. But, uh, you know, whatever we have, we'll work with. And, you know, with technology these days, luckily it makes it a lot easier to get into a garage and lay something down, whether, you know, it's just the leads or just the vocals, those, those don't really, you know, whatever. They just, a lot of people actually just do their rhythms and leads at home now, you know, mm-hmm. and and people think that bands still spend, you know, six months in a frickin' studio, and these days they're trying to get in and out as quickly as humanly possible. Most, most bands, though, you know, and a lot of them are saving money and, you know, recording cars at home and their, their own freaking bed and wake up and do it at their own pace without, you know, somebody telling you to do it over for a thousand times. <laughs> but I think our, our biggest challenge for this record would just be, I guess, making sure that the right person is mixing it. And obviously, uh, the drum sound is, is important. That's got to be audible, you know, so that's probably going to be where most of the money goes in those two areas. And we'll see how it goes and where we're at with money once we move further along. I mean, it, it, it's going to be very different. It's going to be a different time around because, you know, we're, we're trying our best to do everything on a low budget on our own and kind of had to go that route, you know, and we're still very lucky to have the support that we do from, uh, from numerous people. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to know that there's still people out there that want to see us and, Hmm. uh, people interested that still want to play and, you know, the bands that are still around playing, um, you know, it's, it, it keeps us going. It's still really hard, you know, but, um, you know, luckily we all gel really good as a group, you know, there's, you know, there's no, like, black between anyone and, you know, this or that. It's just, like, if we're not practicing, it's because someone's working or, you know, someone had plans and whatever, you know. And it's 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 really nice these days to, to just be able to know when it's like, all right, like, you know, we still all have to live lives. We're like, we're not kids anymore. We actually have stuff, important stuff to do now. Like, someone has to cancel it's like all right like everyone's just like okay well we'll see you tomorrow maybe then it's like totally relaxed like we may not be the most efficient at this moment you know like pumping something out but you know it's just where we are right now and who knows like you know like i said if uh if things if if things start going our way then things will pick up and things will start going quicker but I mean, it's just nice to be able to do it at our own pace. And I think we're going to get a very unique record that way because, you know, we'll, 
will be taking so long to do it and to listen back and all that. I think that people are going to be, be happy with it because, you know, it, it still has, you know, two, two original members on the record and things like that. And, you know, so whatever, whatever it sounds like, it's still us, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's, it's always been about what, what we like and what we think sounds good, you know, and we've never read something online from some idiot and, you know, from God knows where or whatever that says, Oh, you should do this or you should freaking bring so-and-so back from the dead and freaking do a tour with this band that hasn't been together in 10 years and comes directly to my town where it's in the middle of nowhere, you know, or something stupid <laughs> like that. But we do try our best to, you know, do what we can for fans, which is sort of what we were doing with Thrasherween. Is You know, it's like, all right, it's, it's been a while. You know, it's been long enough since we played around here. You know, we don't want people to forget about us, you know, because I originally didn't even want to play until after the record was done. I just... I just wanted to focus on that because it's already taken mm-hmm. so freaking long. But I figured, you know, get to play with friends and it's been a long time. We got a lot of old school people playing with us. You know, it's, it's going to be really fun. It, it, I think it's stirring up to be a, a really good good day for this Saturday. It's, dang, so the gig is Saturday, man. That's you know, three days away, that's a trip. <laughs> we just rehearsed last night and uh sounded really good. I was I was happy. <laughs> so we're we're ready for Saturday and uh whether two people show up or however many, you know, we always we always give it everything we got. you know, we ain't freaking sacrificing Saturday to freaking play half ass these days, you yeah. know. But uh it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. And I think all the guys are too, you know, because it's been a while. I think it's been, I don't know, maybe around two years since we've played locally, something like that. I don't even remember. It's, it's been a while. It's going to be fun. Wish you could be here, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Like, uh, last time I was out on the West Coast was uh, going out to uh, Portland to check out uh, the crazy uh, Death Metal Fiends and, like, Head Split Records. It's an amazing experience. It's like, the record stores there are just to die for. Um, with, like, zines and just, like... It's the type of trip where it's, like, your book bag and, like, your suitcase. It's just, like, filled to the point where it's ready to explode. And it's just, like, that's a good trip, but really, really be careful that it doesn't explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's, 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 it would have been cool to have you here for the gig. That would have been cool. We could have done, done the interview... Yeah, the gig live. <laughs> yeah, like I remember, uh, 2012 was a really good year for me. You gave me uh, one of the blabbermouth interviews. I think I got you and Scott Shelby from uh, Gamma Side and War Beast in the same day, which is really crazy. And uh, oh. I was really proud of that. I actually uh, was talking to him earlier in the night, and uh, they have a uh, box set coming out of uh, their Victims of Science material, along with uh, two demos and a couple other things, and it's just like. If you're like a, a fan of those guys, check that out. I will do that. I will definitely check those dudes out, and that's that's very cool that they get to release a, a box set. That's something I I wish I could 
accomplish because that's, you know, you're getting a lot of stuff in box sets and they get to kind of, you know, put something together for for their audience and their fans and stuff. And, well, I mean, you know, you, we've, we've, go ahead. You, you pretty much almost have enough material for box set by now, right? I'd like I'd like to be one of those bands to to wait extra long before mm, coming yeah. out with like special stuff because like like we're I I don't know I I don't feel like like we've done so much like holy crap I look back and I'm like I can't believe we've done this and been there ten times and did this and you know took this trip for free and basically had a vacation and parties for free and then here and in France and where you'd name it, you know, and, and it's like, man, like, we've done all that, and, it, and I'm like, I'm sitting here at home, you know, living life like a normal person, going up up at five and home at five, six every day, you know, and, and I'm just like, am I, like, you know, it, it almost feels like some uh, touring people will probably say the same, it feels like you live almost a double life when you're touring half the year, because it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta take the road. The road is a different approach, and day by days are completely different versus, you know, the regular day to day life. All right, same. Oh, and very important though. Tell me a song you want to hear uh, following the interview from any, your band. I get, to, I get to choose any song. Uh, I've got um, "Extinguish the Week," "Feed the Beast," and "Exiled." Oh, you mean from from our, yeah. our category, not any band? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from us? Oh, I don't know, man. What What did you say you had? Um, extinguish the weak, um, feed the beast, and exile to earth. Dang. <laughs> Those are some, some old ones. Um, let's go with feed the beast because when I hear that song, I think of I think of back when. I, I could I'd like to call it our heyday, but only because it was the original lineup and all those guys like we were all like really close, good friends. I mean we, you know, we spent a lot of time together. So when it, for for some reason when I hear "Feed the Beast," I just reminisce of those times. So I'll I'll go with that one. Okay, Killer Man, thank you. You have a good night, man, and uh, good luck at your show. Hey, you have a good one, man. Thanks a lot. Be well. Here we go with Feed the Beast, the title track to that album. Here we go. Much appreciated, Carlos. Thanks. Thanks. 